This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. In a galaxy far, far away, a brother and sister search for their missing parents. How are we going to find them? We will. Don't worry. And fate leads them to the magical Ewoks. We help you. Now, a great adventure begins. It's an action-packed motion picture featuring incredible special effects from the award-winning team of Industrial Light and Magic. That's Mommy and Daddy. Sometimes when you search for the impossible, an unbelievable adventure unfolds. I wish we had furry creatures like you where I came from. Don't miss The Ewok Adventure. Now on video cassette from MGM UA Home Video. Episode of Newcomers. I'm Nicole Byer. And I'm Lauren Lapkus. And we've never seen Star Wars, which is now a full lie. We've seen all of Star Wars <laughs> and more than most people, I think. <laughs> I think we've seen too much of Star Wars, actually. It's upsetting. I can't believe what we're talking about today. I'm oh not God. happy. I'll say that much. Me either. I'm not happy. It's <laughs> awful. I had such a bad time. I did too. I can't wait to get into it because I think our guest is going to be hilarious. But I, I I just couldn't believe the amount of time spent and mm-hmm. just everything. You know, we do a lot for you people out there in the world. Like we are putting in the time. So if you if so there's part of you that wants to complain about this podcast, we are putting in hours to make hours these episodes. And hours. I fell asleep. I had to wake up, rewind, watch again, and it still didn't make any sense to me. We watched the Ewok movies. Oh my god, there are two of them. Ugh. Um, they're from 1984. Oh, my God. Well, okay. I'll, I'm going to give you a little Hoth goss before we Ooh, jump into yes, our okay. guest. 
Apple Podcast has featured newcomers as a for the fans podcast about movies. So that was really exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about our, our little shout outs we've been getting lately. It's been very nice. You know, we were worried in the beginning that people were going to be mean and hateful <laughs> and tear us down. But everyone has been very nice and kind to us. I know it's, it actually was like one of the most surprising turn of events. I feel yep. like I thought that this was going to be the way that we started to get hate mail. <laughs> and it's not. So I feel it's good not. about that. It's very nice. Um, well, we should introduce our guest. Oh, boy. You love him. He's sexy. He got muscles. He's also so funny. He was on NBC Sunnyside. He hosts the new Singled Out on Quibi. It is Joel Kim Booster. Oh, my God. I'm so mad at both of you. Um, I've never been more serious. You guys don't understand how deeply I... When Nicole and I talked about this, about coming on, I love Star Wars. I, I told Nicole, I said, I love Star Wars. I own, I've read probably scores of the books meant for children and adults, um, seen every movie. And then I realized that you had been doing the podcast for so long. And where I thought, like, maybe I'd get, like, a Rogue One or a Solo, a Star Wars story. Something You know, even that is bad. But this, next level. This is Next like level. so. Had had you ever seen these? So I, I we'll we'll get to it. But I have such vivid memories of seeing the sequel. I did not know there were two. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. I have such vivid memories of of. I remember like where I was sitting and the scenes that I remembered. Like when they popped up on screen, I was like, oh wow. Um, and I remember watching this movie and I remember enjoying this movie as a child, which means I guess I was a dumb kid um, <laughs> because there's not a whole lot to enjoy no. uh, in the three hours of content that we watched. I thought I kept imagining my nephews watching it with me and thinking, well, maybe the little one would like mm-hmm. this. He's like four. Like he might be like, whoa, this is scary. This part's cool. Like I was trying to see it through his eyes, but um, I kept closing my own eyes. I got I to gotta tell you, Nicole, you shouldn't have rewound anything. I can't. I got up several times to leave the room and yeah, me too. Make I didn't stop and it. come back. I would not pause. I have to say that, like thinking about your nephew watching it, thinking about my nephew watching it. Here's the thing: I think they bang like at a certain point they stop being cute. Mm-hmm. When you look at them for too long, yeah, it yes. becomes actually jarring and bizarre and (laughs) not fun to see anymore the teeth are my biggest the teeth are sick i just (laughs) watching the movie several times i would look up and be like why is any of this happening i I do like how you said watching the movie i would look up (laughs) and wonder why so yeah it was hard to focus on this it It was was really hard i got carpal tunnel last what's the main what's the main what twitter what is his name Tweezy. Oh wait, Tweedles. Tweedles or Wicket. 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 Um, Wicket. Wicket. Uh, They should do a Wicked parody with Wicket. Wicket. (laughs) I will say Wicket is cute. It's so weird because you don't realize until you spend a full movie just looking at these creatures that their faces do not move. They don't They're move at all. They're stuck in a mask of horror. <laughs> like it is so so weird to watch. I'm okay, just... let's let's tell a little bit about this. Oh wait, yes. first I want to hear. Actually, before I do that, I want to hear more about your background with Star Wars okay. and like because you love it, mm-hmm. so you're a fan. 
So I'm a your huge whole fan. life, and you've seen it, all the movies. I've seen every. Now I've. I didn't know the first one of these existed. I've seen the 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 Wookie Christmas special too. Like oh, I that one I love. Yes, yeah. I mean you gotta. It's it's all for me. Great. I really like. I loved this series. Every Friday we would watch the. Re- we recorded it off of like TNT on VHS. <laughs> Um, before the remaster had come out. And every Friday we would watch as much of it, all three of them as we could, me and my brother and my sister. Wow. And so like I go in deep. I was like the right age during the prequels to to semi-enjoy the prequels mm-hmm. enough. I think that it is definitely like the books were a huge thing for me in high school, through college, through early my early 20s. I was still <laughs> What are the books? Yeah, what are these books? So this is the thing. This is the expanded universe. The, the Star Wars expanded universe in books and comic books is all canon. So there was like three decades worth of books that came out that started after Return of the Jedi and was basically okay. about Luke starting the Jedi Order again and like Leia, like creating a government from scratch. And for 30 years oh. on into Han and Leia getting married having twins, having a third son that they named Anakin, like Luke marrying an evil Sith lady that becomes reformed named Mara Jade Skywalker. They have a son that they named Ben Skywalker, like literally. And then all the way up until like, I believe the the latest ones that came out, like the twins were getting married. One of the, tw- like much like in the movies, um, one of Leia and Han's, the, the twin, her, the boy twin turns evil and mm-hmm. they have to kill him. Like, she like they're like in their 30s basically and then when disney bought star wars they said all of that not a part of official canon anymore which of, of course like to me was devastating but none of it's real didn't disney like have a decree yes they came out and people were furious <laughs> disney had a decree came out with a decree because all of the the force awakens was coming out and it was doing the same thing that the books basically did. And instead mm-hmm. of taking stories from the books, they're like, we're we're wiping it away. We're doing our own thing. All of the books, not canon anymore. And that was like the phrasing of it. It was like, these aren't canon. And people wow. were so mad. <laughs> That's so final to be like, it's just not canon. Yeah. It's, and I was yeah. like, well, then I literally, I'm looking at the books that I have on my bookshelf right now, like 30 some odd books. Can you Let show us one? Yes, please. Yeah. Let's see. I, I don't have any idea what this would look like. I only know about that book. Like, I think it's a fake book cover that people keep tagging us in on Twitter where it's like oh, yeah. a romance novel. Yeah. So this is um, this is one Star Wars, the New Jedi Order, Edge of Victory 2. It's part of a, a two. And that's that's Luke and his oh, wife. Show us Mara. the font size. <gasps> yeah. Can I see the font size? Oh, the font yeah. size is. <laughs> it's a book, Lauren. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Did you it's think not, it was going to be huge font? <laughs> it's not for children. It's it's meant for adults. Okay. But the cover looks like Animorphs. So I was like, show I bet you it's got like big show, font. Show me the font. <laughs> I feel so dirty now. <laughs> no, that's cute. That's really cute. Yeah. The cover and it does really, look like a young adult Animorph. What is it? Animorphs? Animorphs. Animorphs is oh a good God, analogy. So that's what it looks like. Sure. Um, but I, I encourage everyone to look up the Star Wars, the new Jedi order edge of mm-hmm. victory Two rebirth. Wow. So many titles, um, <laughs> by Greg keys. And you can see what we're talking about, but, um, yeah, I was like super into all of it and, um, I'm devastated 
by what happened to the series with these um, <laughs> new Star Wars movies. Honestly. Oh, so you don't like the back three? I don't like the back three. Oh, we like some yeah, of Yeah, we like them. I, I, I like them. I saw them. Now, keep in mind, I've seen them all opening weekend. Um, <laughs> some of them multiple times. I really love Rogue One. Rogue One is my okay. favorite of the new newer Star Wars movies. Um, but I, I think it was a little, I think the new ones are a little clunky. Like I think Force Awakens is just a beat for beat remake of A New Hope. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that the uh, Rise of Skywalker was fine to good. Although the whole entire like dramatic tension of of Rise of Skywalker is a ship going very slowly, just very (laughs) slowly moving, Uh slow, slow, slow moving ship. And that every time they would do an establishing shot of that slow moving ship, I was like, this is a movie, but if, Laura oh my Dern, God, if they could make like the all the movies into Quibi length episodes, <laughs> oh, I would just get the main it. point. Oh my God. Because yes, all the movies are too long. They're all like two They're hours. So, I don't need to watch the slowest ship. Yeah. But I, I also don't like the, that they walked back. I liked the twist that Ray's parents were nobody. And then mm-hmm. I didn't like that they walked that back because it felt like cowardly to me. And honestly, I would have I would have loved if they revealed that Ray's mother was Sindel. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Just a throwaway a line of like, movie. yeah, my mom, um, okay. she was raised by Ewoks. Um, <laughs> got a really Sindel? traumatic childhood. Um, <laughs> saw her entire family sort of wiped out by this. Um, alien race and then was raised and by Ewoks. Was also fine about it. Yes. Yeah, so she was totally so fine. Bad. She she couldn't cry. Okay, we need to talk about yes. this movie. Okay, so Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. This is the first Ewok movie. It was released November 1984. The story is by George, George Lucas, Lucas, which I thought was interesting. Can you even? He's bad. He's, He's bad. so bad at storytelling. Yeah. He, I, it is so wild to me that he created this thing with such longevity. Yeah, but like him himself can't do very much he's bad yeah. the plot is it doesn't take long to explain it no but we can <laughs> <laughs> we can jump we can jump in with all our thoughts about this movie the tawani family civilian shuttlecraft crashes on the forest moon of endor the four tawanis are separated germit and katarine these the mother names. and <laughs> these are white people what the fuck germit and katarine okay the mother and father are captured by the giant gorax which is just a big Ewok. Yes. It's just a big It's the Ewok. biggest Ewok. And Mace and Sindel. And I gotta say, Mace, what Mace an awful Windu? actor. Do you think Mace Windu is from that? But Wait, no, no but Mace Windu's black. Mace no, but I mean Windu's the name, black. like the reusing oh. of the name. Oh, maybe. Like, <laughs> but you know, they, they, ca- they didn't even audition this boy. They just said, oh, that boy looks like Mark Hamill. You're in. That That's what so I thought. I was like, was. he looks like Mark Hamill and he's dressed like him. Yeah. He but was not. so bad. Such a terrible actor. Oh, God. And th- what's crazy is in some of these later movies, if you're not good, they will come for you for years to the mm-hmm. point where you don't act ever mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Now, I don't think that happened here. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think enough people saw this. No. I mean, it was... <laughs> So much of the dialogue felt improvised when he said it because I think he just like couldn't like the one part where he fell in the lake and then they got him out and he was like, I was in, I was looking in the lake and then I was in the lake and now I'm here. (laughs) He did that so many times where he would like repeat the same thing. Like he's like, it's just a rock. I don't know what's going on inside of this, but it's just a rock. And I'm like, you forgot that you already said that part. Yeah. 
And then oh when God. he was like, food, eat, eat food, food, eat. And I was like, I don't, they're Ewoks. They don't understand you. Or when he was like, medicine, she needs more medicine. medicine. Yeah. This, is the, this is the problem with this first movie that is insane to me is they have to center your movie around a species that cannot speak English or basic <laughs> as it's referred to in the Star Wars universe. They call um, it basic? They Wait. call English basic? Basic, yes. That's English pretty rude. I haven't heard that. Basic. That's hilarious. And at the beginning, they have like this, I was so stoned when I watched this. I, I should the, have been. At Ugh. the beginning, when they had this like David Attenborough like narration because the, the Ewoks aren't speaking English, mm-hmm. so you don't know what's going on. I was like, oh, this is just like plant. I was like, maybe this movie will just be like planet Earth, but with Ewoks. And like mm-hmm. that would be kind of fun. <laughs> I had that hope too. And it was Burl Ives doing the narration. And I think he did all the like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. All the, mm-hmm. So there was like a really comforting feeling yes. to that. And I thought that'll be nice. But then like, but then he, he goes really, away for so yeah, long. He didn't really do anything. So that was weird. They lose like, I'm sorry, but the last thing I want to watch in a movie is a toddler trying to teach a fucking dog how to speak English. And that <laughs> oh is, God. that's what this move, like that's 90% of this film is that fucking toddler girl, Sindel, like repeating Ugh. words to Wicket. It's so true. And we find out it pays off. It does. <laughs> it does ultimately pay big, off. They, they basically way. speak English. Yeah. They speak basic yeah. very soon. Yeah. Um, okay. Mason and Sindel, who are the son and daughter of these parents, are missing when they're captured. So the next day, the Ewok Deej is looking for his two sons, which he flies on that fucking... He flies <laughs> in this thing, and then the rope breaks, and then it breaks again. And I was like, these bitches need better rope. What is happening <laughs> on Endor that nobody has good rope? He gets on that like, um, like what do you call it? Hang glider yeah, that he like made glider. out of like you know deer skin or something, and like flies. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, and then uh, okay, they find so that that Ewok is looking for his sons, and he finds Sindel all alone in mm-hmm. the shuttle. So Mace and Sindel were looking for the transmitter to send a distress call when Mace appears with his emergency blaster. And he's real aggressive with these Ewoks. Oh, right he hates them. He's like, he's get away so from mean. them. I'm like, you have no one to help you. Yeah. They live here. Like, Now, I have a question <laughs> for you guys. Did it seem to you as though Sindel's mouth was wet for most of this movie? <laughs> like, didn't she, didn't she seem like there's something, there's like a wet quality to her face and mouth region that yes, was so discerning. Yeah. But like wet and dry because her hair was so dry. Yes, I was yes. like, why is there no moisturizer in this child's curly hair? Yeah. Sometimes oh. it seemed like it was like um, a wig. Yes. And yeah. other times it clearly wasn't. But it was just, that was, she was very cute. And she reminded me of Drew Barrymore when she was yes. little. Yes. They were clearly going for, yes, for E.T. Uh, Mark Hamill, Drew That's Barrymore. That's what I was wondering. And did E.T. come out before this or after this? Because I thought mm. it was like so E.T.-like. It's, I'll look up. E.T. I have in my mind looking very expensive. And this movie could have been made on TikTok with an you iPhone. E.T. <laughs> e- e- came out two years before this. So they totally yes, ripped so they off. They were e. absolutely going yes. for Drew. Yeah. Oh, probably, he probably made this girl drink alcohol like Drew <laughs> just to get that. Maybe that's why her mouth was so wet the whole yeah, time. She was just drunk the whole time. There were scenes where I, she was walking through and I was like, she's like Shirley Temple. This is like definitely mm-hmm. abuse on some level. Like she's being told she's going to be the next famous thing. We never heard from her <laughs> but again. these are the only two movies she ever did. Really? Yes. Wow. Now I'll say, and I don't want to get too much into the sequel, but I do think she gets a lot better in the sequel. She does. She's more and confident. I think she does. And I, it's only a year difference. And 
I think it is, it looks, there's a lot to say about the sequel, but let's, we can stay on this. I think, I mean, she's obviously trash in this first one. Yeah. Uh, she's absolute trash. It like doesn't even matter that you don't know what the Ewoks are saying because she's not saying anything either. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. So eventually the four-year-old Sindel is able to convince the teenage Mace that the Ewoks are nice. And then the Ewoks and the Tawanis go on an adventure to find the elder Tawanis, which every second of what? this was, was like awful. They walked Ugh. in the desert for so long. Like, what is George Lucas's obsession with shots of people just walking through deserts? It, I don't, I don't get it. It's really, yeah. Uh, like, I was frustrated at the beginning because it was like watching Parasite. Like, you couldn't look down at your phone because you couldn't yeah. understand yes, you had what was going. You really watch had. To it's understand. such a visual movie, um, and you had, and but then there's no subtitles either, so you don't really. It doesn't Which matter. Made zero sense. I was like. But I just want to know what these fucking Ewoks are saying. <laughs> and then much like the Christmas special, like the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, when you see the Ewoks, they're just like, it's like a day in the life of an Ewok. Whoever wanted to see that? Uh, I mean, I did. I think, yeah. I think I, that was the part I was excited about. But then the story really bothered me. And I felt like they kept just having random things happen to make it seem exciting. But there was like, like if I looked away and I looked back, something else was totally different. Like mm-hmm. now they're in a lake. Now they're doing this. Or, now like, there's a fairy. Now there's a fucking yes, Peter Pan Tinkerbell. was wild. That was so crazy. That thing dancing. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was so fake. Mm-hmm. It was the one part of the but- movie where I was like, maybe I left the room for too long. Like I was like, <laughs> did a plot sort of coalesce while I was making dinner? The and answer like, is no. And then no, no, yeah, truly, I did sort of scan back and I was like, oh no, this is just a, a series of hijinks strung yeah. together mm-hmm. by yes, walking. That's all it is. Like that's all it is. Not there was no reason for anything to happen. Yeah. It just was like, we need something weird now. And Honestly, then like they would do it. I got to say, this movie was fully exhausting. Mm. I was spent, tuckered out, tired, ready for bed at the end of this. I had a huge headache from watching it. And I, I mean- was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was- really did. I was like, I can't. You, the uh. crazy thing with like the lake and the fairy of it all is that like there isn't even, there's no attempt at making it seem like an alien planet. Like at one point they're straight <laughs> up just riding horses. And I yes. was like, really? There's just yeah. straight up horses uh-huh. on this planet. But they mount them weirdly. <laughs> he flew <laughs> onto that horse. And I was like, that can't be good for the horse's back. Oh my God. At one point when they lose Sindel on a horse somehow. And again, <laughs> I looked down for a second and she was off to the races <laughs> on this horse. I didn't understand how she got, how they got away from her. You see a shot of one of the Ewoks getting onto the horse, and it is such a large Ewok. Mm-hmm. There, there is occasion. <laughs> Wicket is the appropriate size of an Ewok. There yeah. are occasionally Ewoks that are slightly bigger than Wicket, and it is not what you want to see out of an Ewok. Nope. Like an it Ewok, is. that Ewok riding a horse, and it was they did not get like it looked like either a very small horse or a very large Ewok. Uh Uh-huh. And it was a problem. It was a real problem. The proportions are like really important with the Ewoks. And that's why the teeth can be really upsetting because sometimes they'll have like really big teeth and like, it's like sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So there's a little bit of trivia about this movie. So the Ewok language was based on Tibetan. Oh, I feel like that's rude. insulting to the. <laughs> I was going to say, seems, seems yeah. not great. 
Um, eyelids had to be created for the sleeping Ewoks because the original masks used in Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi didn't have them. They were digitally added to the Blu-ray release. What do you feel about when they add things yeah. like to the releases later? How do you feel about that when they update something with the new technology? I think this is the 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 remastered original trilogy is a really good example of doing it mostly well. I haven't watched the remakes in a long time, but I remember like the last time I watched it probably like a year and a half, two years ago, thinking like, oh, I like that they added Jabba the Hutt to A New Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, it like does sort of like add something to the trilogy aspect of it. I did not, I'm sorry to say, notice that they added eyelids digitally to the Ewoks. Um, <laughs> I wasn't looking for that. Um, yeah. And are re-watch. you really a fan, Joel? I guess not. <laughs> I, guess I mean, not. come on. Um, the movie was finished in nine weeks, which is... I would say Oof. eight more weeks than I thought they yeah. shot for. Really long. So six weeks of shooting, one week of reshoots, and two weeks of dubbing. <laughs> oh, okay. what did they dub and what did they reshoot? I definitely noticed some lines of the little girls that were not matching yes. ADR. And so I'm sure they, the kids messed up so many times. They're like, we'll just get it later. And then they spent two weeks trying to get them to say it right in a, in a room. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the early working titles was the Ewok Holiday Special. Well, that's Which a bad title because insane. nothing yes. holiday happens. Yeah. Not one holiday thing. There wasn't a mention of Life Day or Hanukkah no. or Ramadan <laughs> I would or watch Christmas. A full, I would watch a full hour of the Ewoks celebrating Life day. I really yes. would. That seems mm-hmm. good to me. Yeah, that's fun. This was trash. I and would then- watch a porn of an Ewok <laughs> fucking a, a Wookiee. I oh, on yeah. life watch day. that. I would watch that absolutely. <laughs> on life day. <laughs> on life day. On life day is the only day it's allowed to happen. <laughs> the end of the movie for me was wild because there was like extra monsters. There was like a spider monster. And I was like, wait, what, what? the fuck? Again, with the lack of creativity, you're going to give me a big monster. First of all, every monster is something that either exists on Earth mm-hmm. or is just a larger version of an Ewok. Like that's the, the, the we got a big spider mm-hmm. and a big Ewok. And that's yeah. the extent of the creativity yeah. that we're and seeing. And the way he the kills him is by just like throwing a hatchet at him where he can't reach. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, so when they, they get to the like the lair when the parents are in the thing. By the way, the parents seem fine. Oh, They're they like, were absolutely oh. fine. They were like in a treehouse chilling. I wrote yeah. down, these people are from Wisconsin. <laughs> like there's no, like I wouldn't say that the Star Wars movies have like a house style of acting by any means, but no one's even <laughs> attempting to pretend that they're on an alien planet. No, 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 no. And, no. The, and no one's weirded out by, like only Mace hates the Ewoks, mm-hmm. but it seems unfounded because they're like on this other planet where everything is weird and they are taking care of his sister. Like I don't really understand why he hates them so much and is unwilling to listen to them. So I found that annoying. Puberty. And then the parents, (laughs) the parents are like next to that like disgusting thing Uh and they're just kind of like, you're here. And then the boy climbs into the cage with them and they're like, yay. Like it seems like they're not really in a hurry to get out. No, nobody seems like like they're in peril. Well, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't, there's it's never quite clear what this creature is holding them for. No. Like oh, wouldn't yeah. this creature just immediately eat them? Like mm-hmm. that's the vibe that it gives off, certainly. Well, and then to find out that it's just keeping these things in parents in a cage, it's sort of like, well, why? Maybe he was keeping the parents in the cage because he was like, I know you probably have kids. These kids will come. <laughs> and I'm very hungry. And then surely they made friends on the planet. 
And those friends will come too. And then I'll have me a buffet. Yeah. Oh, and how does Sindel get sick? Was that the beginning of this one? Yes. Where she's like really sick and she's like dying. Yeah. And then the Ewok and comes in with a the flower. Wet mouth. She's got the and wet then, mouth yeah. and then they feed her like leaf juice. A leaf. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It was, it was very weird. And then she's still coughing and he's like, she needs more, more. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, these Ewoks have helped you a lot, uh, dude. I, I will say, I think that one of like the big improvements between these movies is the first one has like, is directed so poorly because mm-hmm. there's so many lingering sh- like beats of silence. Like, like the moment where he's like, Sindel, eat, why aren't you eating? <laughs> I don't feel so. It's like, why was there three seconds yeah. of, of dead air between her response or nothing on camera is happening? And the movie could be like 30 minutes shorter yes. without that stuff. I mean, for sure. All the Star Wars movies are too long. So they're all two hours, two plus hours. Mm-hmm. This one was an hour and a half. This one truly could have been 45 minutes. And I think yeah. I would have gotten everything I needed. Yeah. I think I would have liked it more. I mean, that's this is one of the problems I think we keep finding is like all these movies like overstay their welcome. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like into it up to a point. And then I'm like, okay, come on. Like, oh, now it's going this whole other direction. Like if they made them all two hours or less to begin with, and then mm-hmm. I would say an hour and a half max, I feel that would be amazing. They'd be like, well, really let's, good. yeah, because let's be, let's call Let's be honest here. These movies aren't like reinventing the wheel in terms of like what kind of story they're telling. Like mm-hmm. it's all very recognizable tropes. Like I feel like they could absolutely be a, an hour 45. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we don't need to see the inner machinations of how the clone factory works, George. <laughs> like <laughs> there's no reason for it. Um, and yet he thinks we want it and he no. will eat it right up. I mean, but I mean, do. we kind of are just eating all of it I, right up. Yeah, they you are. played right into his hands. Truly. This was his grand plan for <laughs> Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus to consume all his content and talk about it for money. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we need to take a break, but we'll be right back. We'll talk about the other one. <laughs> this HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, 
Do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. On a far distant world of enchanting beauty, a family of lost travelers find shelter and friendship among the Ewoks, peaceful guardians of the forest. But the peace is shattered. An evil storm sweeps the planet Endor, threatening the Ewoks' very existence. Run fast, run! And a courageous Earth child is left orphaned, hunted by the cruel armies of an insatiable warlord. It's a breathtaking adventure that soars to extremes of heroism and treachery. There's no escape for you, my little one. But there is hope. A shipwrecked adventurer and his speedy sidekick join forces with the Ewoks. Their mission? Penetrate a fortress of death and rescue their friend. It's a desperate scheme that unleashes the rage of a demented tyrant. From the creator of Star Wars comes a dazzling adventure, a timeless fable of courage and conflict, of bravery, innocence, and unspeakable evil, featuring Wilfred Brimley and the visual mastery of George Lucas. Take a journey to the far reaches of your imagination. Ewoks, the battle for Endor. Coming to your family from MGM UA Home Video. The next movie is called Ewoks Battle Flander. Mm-hmm. Here are the details. It was released November 1985, just a few months after I was born. Wow. You, how old are you, Nicole? Um, I was born in 86, so I was oh, a thought. Young. Yeah. You were a twinkle in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, this story was also by George Lucas. Slightly better. And this one, this mean... one's better, and this one should be the only one. Like, yes. You really don't need... This one has more stakes. It's just a little mm-hmm. more exciting. 
more kind of things that make sense to me happen. I don't know. I think it's more imaginative too. Like notice there were no horses in this one. They gave us these claymation (laughs) creatures that they were riding around on, which I appreciated uh, to an extent. Like there was more happening. It did feel less science fiction-y though and more like fantasy. You know what it reminded me of? Did you ever, like we watched it in school all the time, I think for some reason, but The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, did you, yes, that like yes, movie yes. that was like the PBS version mm-hmm. yes. or something? We, for some, yeah, we always watched that. This reminded me of that. And like, I feel like the evil witch lady was kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah. It gave me, I, I wrote down Power Rangers. Like, yes, um, yes. Very... she did remind me of Rita Repulsa. Yes. Yes. The she... acting exactly the same. And I was into her. Wait, honestly. was the dad different in this one? Yes, he was recast with the guy from um, Breakfast Club. Yes, 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 the principal. He's the principal, yeah. I thought it was savage of them to immediately kill off every member of Immediately. Yeah. The it second was. thing that happens in this film is they bru- like off camera she- murder the mom. <laughs> yep. Couldn't get her back for a day rate. And then <laughs> and then in a very confusing way, kill Mace. I didn't understand how Mace died. Me either. And I didn't realize until he was dead until she was like, he's dead. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh. And the dad was okay. like, I know. And yeah. I was like, And Cry? there was like yeah. no stakes. Nobody seemed super upset about these deaths. Well, here's my question. So the dad gets away with Sindel and he's sitting there and he's like, no, you have to go and live with the Ewoks now. Mm-hmm. Go, go. And it was like, well, like you've already escaped. Like you seem to be giving up quite early. Like he let himself get attacked. Yeah, like he like, stayed there. I was like, you could have maybe try a little harder instead of just pawning off your daughter on the fucking Ewoks. Well, he was so probably easily. like, she's so annoying. This is my moment. I can fucking get away from this curly haired freak and start a new life. Get a new fucking family. Try again. It is truly like insane what happens to her and the people she meets and ends up with. <laughs> I I mean, we'll get into it. What were you going to say, Joel? I was going to say she's got some filters in this one. Like she <laughs> looks expensive in the sequel. She- I'm going to say like, they put some Vaseline on that camera and she no longer looks wet or dry to me. She looks dewy. She looks soft. Yeah. Like they yeah. they did some work and she got some coaching. I was I I honestly had to look up and see if it was the same girl because I thought mm-hmm. it was much better in the second one. She was. She was more confident. She walked with a certain like gravitas. She was walking next to the Ewoks and mm-hmm. talking at the same time. I was like, this is hard. In the first one, I was worried she didn't understand that she was in a movie. And this like felt like a little girl who was acting, not mm-hmm. like yeah. a little girl who was trapped on this set and made to believe she was living reality. I mean, you think she's a better actress? Sure. But the bar was so low, you know? Yeah. It truly was. And also like thinking about child actors, it it's really mind boggling, but like yeah, thinking of her in that first movie, there's probably a part of her that kind of thought it was real. Yeah. Probably. Like, yeah, she's little. Yeah. And with those characters walking around her that seem mm-hmm. real, I don't know. It's kind I of mean, crazy. We didn't get a lot of, we didn't get a lot of mace action like in either movie, but like the deaths wait to go back really quickly to the first one when he sees this the ugliest Ewok die. Mm-hmm. I would say <gasps> the ugliest Ewok oh, that we've yes. ever seen. My, that death was so fucked up. So bizarre. And then the Ewok is, and he's like, and again, it's the bad acting repeating where he's like, no, you have to stay alive. Mm-hmm. You have to stay you're alive. No, you, you're a friend. Like, it was just it was insane. It's like, you oh, cut die. away, cut away. Go to <laughs> it was so bad. 
Um, here's a little bit of the synopsis on the forest moon of Endor. The Tawani family are preparing to leave, but now in the beginning of the second venture, Wicked and Sindel must face off against the evil marauders. The marauders capture all the Ewoks and kill Sindel's family. That's in the first minute <laughs> minute. Yeah, truly <laughs> on their journey. They meet Noah, an old hermit who is also looking for a way home and his small, but fast companion Teak, who I have a lot of thoughts about. Yeah. Now let's talk about Teak. <laughs> I think I know people who look like Teak. <laughs> Do you guys remember, I can't remember like if it was Mad TV or do you remember Jackalope? The, the, do you know what I'm talking about? Jackalope. It's like, a, like the animal. It's an, it's like an, a, a it's rabbit. It's a rabbit and, yeah. a, and a, an with horns. Yes. It's like yeah. a big, strong bunny. And it was like mischievous. And it was, that's what Teak reminded me of. Yeah. I also was like super into Teak until I realized that Teak was very large. Like when they first showed Teak, Teak seems very small. He I thought about, it was a puppet. Yeah. I mm-hmm. also thought it was a puppet. And then when he's down on the ground, I'm like, oh, he's the same size as Wicked. Mm-hmm. Not interested. Not interested. <laughs> I just I wanted him to be really small like a squirrel. I, yeah. He would have been cuter if he was smaller because him big, I just he was really <laughs> upsetting to look at. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like his eyes did not blink. No. I was very aware of that. If when he was sad, he was like, ah. like <laughs> his eyes were open and his hands would just move in front of them like <laughs> It was really, really weird. Um, and he's lives with that asshole old man. Noah, who I wrote down, I said, okay, MAGA Santa. Um, and he, that's like the vibe that I was getting from old Wilt Chamberlain. Um, oh my God. It's so also, true. And he was like so mean. What His name is just straight up Noah, mm-hmm. which is like. <laughs> but that's a Star Wars thing. Like some people are like, they ben. have the weirdest name. And then, yeah, Ben, Ben Solo. And you're like, oh, yeah. okay. it can be anything. It can be anything. So together, the four friends try to rescue the Ewoks. Four friends seems like a stretch. It's a I mean, huge though, stretch. There are acquaintances, uh, things that just happen to be together. Noah kicked um, Sindel and the Ewok out of her pl- out of his place, like when they had nowhere to go. And there's no, they don't really delve into why Noah is the way he is, <laughs> like at all. Like he's he's a, but then he immediately changes course and is like, okay, you can build your fire. Only fires can only be built in my house so by that logic I guess I have to let you in my house (laughs) what Um, yeah, and I mean, imagine like a four-year-old coming to your house and being like, I have nowhere to go. You're like, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so mean. With this like little Ewok who now, okay, this movie, it really did feel like this movie took some of my notes. Like mm-hmm. I, as I like read my notes as I was watching the first movie <laughs> and they were like, okay, we're going to we're gonna make some adjustments. Mainly we're going to let the Ewoks speak English now. Yes. Um, Just get to the point faster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> really did but say- But I wanted them to speak actual English. Like this was like little bits of English and like slow talking. And I was like, just talk, just well, talk Well, they were normal. taught by a four-year-old, Nicole. Okay, fair. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay, that is correct. What about the part where they were in that like, that like wagon? Yes. And then well, they like had to like. <laughs> and they, and then Sindel's like, wicked small, wicked smaller than all the rest of you. And it's like, okay, shut up, mm-hmm. you rude bitch. Rude. Like, first also, of all, he's you're not. you're smaller than him. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> he's not but wicket wasn't significantly smaller than any of the other no Ewoks. no she was no. just being rude no yeah she was and then what i kind of was like skipping a little bit at that point um just to kind of brush <laughs> through it a little bit i was scrubbing <laughs> and that part i was like okay so i guess they're gonna like cut a hole and put her in it or something so what ended up happening there <laughs> there was just there was just a, a structural defect in the cage that's all no. that's all oh, okay is they were like there's a hole in the bottom of this cage, but only the smallest among us can fit through it. Mm. And so they were like, okay, I guess it's Wicked and Sindel. But again, I say the, all the Ewoks, except for the ones that are a little bit too big, uh, <laughs> were the same <laughs> size and could they could have all escaped. It was very strange. Yeah. It's almost as though we were watching a movie, not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what about the part where that evil witch lady like, steals Sindel and throws her over the horse thing and it's just like legs hanging off of it. Do you see that? Yes. Yes, but and also rushing through puddles. And I just kept thinking of Sindel's face getting splashed every time that horse was galloping mm-hmm. through the water. Because it was it absolutely would have happened and it made it filled me with so much joy <laughs> to imagine that. I was also so confused about the MacGuffin in this movie. I was so confused about like why this like alien guy wanted it. Like Wait, how he found out about yeah. What's the MacGuffin is the power. It's like the the object that like um you know like every adventure action adventure oh, has yes, like yes, an yes. object uh-huh. that everyone is like chasing or looking for or, or like protecting and like in this case it's it's like something from their ship but it's very it's not really explained very mm-hmm. well why he's after it like it's sort of in you sort of get that like they're primitive, but they also have laser blasters. So yeah. Well now then that makes me ask the question, is this in the future? Like all the star Wars movies or is the past right? Cause didn't we find out it was no. in the future. Well, it's this, the past. This, in the past. <laughs> star Wars is I in the past. I still don't get it. Which so we we're just living in found the, out. Yeah. I still don't get it. Which is this so movie crazy. Takes place, this take this movie. Well, I also want to say there's a huge Huge. I have a huge problem with this movie, which is chronologically, <laughs> it takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So this supposedly takes place before Leia and crew end up on the planet. And okay. when, what we see in Return of the Jedi is these creatures do not speak English. <laughs> so we are. Right. To, and, but Wicket is Leia's friend. So why is it Wicket speaking fucking English? In this, in Return of the Jedi, I ask you this, George Lucas. <laughs> oh, I think I have an answer because Sindel left and he had nobody to practice with. Oh, that does happen. I do. Delete. <laughs> yeah. If I when don't get on like, Duolingo, Duolingo. <laughs> yeah. yep. Duolingo sent me two emails yesterday, and I was like, "This is getting aggressive." Duolingo's like, "Are you still alive?" Like, I get like weird updates from them. And Wicket was like, we want, we want. I don't want to learn you. <laughs> <laughs> Click ignore. Um, um, okay, so together the four friends try to rescue the Ewoks, facing off against a whole army of evil marauders led by King Tarek, a witch named Sheral, and a bloodthirsty dragon. Sheral! Okay. <laughs> Sheral who can turn into um, a blonde and a crow. That is the extent of her magical powers. <laughs> oh, she powers. was the crow. Yes. I missed yeah, that. I was I like, why is that crow taking off that. after Sindel? No, yeah, so there's a, she, she displ- she's a witch with two spells. 
She can turn into a gorgeous blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, she can turn into a crow. And that's the extent of her usefulness, apparently. And she wants the little girl, which seems like something you wouldn't want yeah, to I, deal with. That's so insane to me. Nobody wants that little girl. No, 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 no. no. Um, you want to read some of this trivia? Yeah. So according to an interview with Warwick Davis, a second sequel known only by the working title Ewoks three was in the planning stages. Not too long after the, uh, Ewoks, the battle of Endor, the film, however, never got made a praise be. Oh my God. I will say oh. Warwick slays in this. Like he does a lot with a little, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he's, can you imagine filming it? I mean, uh, I mean, every everyone in the Star Wars franchise, there's at least one person um, in a suit that's uncomfortable. But Warwick, like, slays. Like, he, I really, like, got so, something from Warwick in this And movie. there's so much physicality in yes. this costume. Mm-hmm. They have to, like, roll around. And I mean, that seems really hard with that head on. He was 14. He was oh, four- really? Warwick, Warwick Davis was 14 when he shot this movie. Wow. That's so confusing. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's so confusing. I've been picturing an adult yeah, the a whole time. Adult. No. He was. Oh my god. Hmm. Okay. Well, as with the previous film, this movie is a spinoff from the original Star Wars trilogy, but fans remain undecided as to whether these two films should be considered part of the official Star Wars canon. Since well, the acquisition of Disney from Lucasfilms, this has now become part of Legends and therefore not canon. Mm. So I guess that's how they get away with that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the film aired on ABC in 1985, a viewer warning came on to warn younger viewers of the film's content. Tonight's continuing fantasy adventure of Sidel and the Ewoks contains some scenes of suspense and jeopardy, which may be too intense for very young viewers. Parents are encouraged to watch with their children. The film is rated PG by the MPPA for mild, intense slash disturbing images of sci-fi violence, action, and some startling moments. We are so desensitized now. (laughs) I guess so. We truly watched a whole family get murdered, and we were like, okay, what's next? Well, we didn't really watch it, though, because what happens is she stumbles on Mace, and then uh, a background body is sort of (laughs) laid on the ground, no face shown, and then we're not really... there's no indication that she's dead at this point. Um, we don't. And then he drags his mother's lifeless body into a hut that then I think gets oh, blown up. Oh uh-huh. my God. Yeah. That was really weird. He was really strong. Yeah. Very strong. I can't believe he agreed. I mean, I guess he wasn't getting a whole lot of other offers, but if I got that script and I was like, you mean I do what in the first what minute? <laughs> <laughs> Find somebody else. <laughs> but like when you think about this being on TV with that intense warning and then like we just have shows like how to get away with murder on ABC yes. where like <laughs> kids can just see like people having sex basically. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So what are our new thoughts on Ewoks now that we've watched this? I mean, I, I had always thought Ewoks were my favorite and now I'm, I'm less charmed. I liked Ewoks. Not enough for a full movie. And then after watching it, I don't think I like Ewoks. I really hate their teeth. They really upset me. And they're just like kind of bumbling. Like every, so like also like the Chewbaccas, what are they? Those are Wookiees. Wookiees. Wookiees are also like kind of bumbling people too, or creatures. So it's like, are any creatures in the Star Wars universe not bumbling? Do any of them have their shit together? They're all dogs with varying degrees of of like (laughs) balance, basically. Uh, (laughs) Like that's basically all that's going on there. I will say, so I, my favorite of the original trilogy is Return of the Jedi, which is not like a popular opinion, but I Mm -hmm. love 
closure and I love joy. And is that I think that's that the movie, third one of the originals? Yeah. That mm-hmm. one's my I think favorite that's the one too. I like yeah. too. Yeah. Most people, most people rep really hard for Empire Strikes Back because it's the darkest and it's the most adult. And they mm-hmm. specifically cite the Ewoks as like the franchise sort of delving back into like family fun territory. Mm-hmm. But I think Return of the Jedi has the exact right amount of Ewoks. Like, yeah, I think so too. It's like really mm-hmm. fun and like memorable. And that was the only one I saw as a kid or that I remember. And all I remember was the Ewoks and I yeah. loved it. And, so, and there's something there's something more fun about watching the Ewoks murder humans <laughs> than murder these like strange alien creatures. Because you know, at that last, those last moments when they're like, storming Sindel and like all the traps are being set and they're like doing fun little catapults and like all that stuff is they're just trying to recreate the battle of Endor and return of the Jedi where the Ewoks are like, and this people like have problems with this because they're like the empire is like such a powerful military force. And they're sort of like done in by two by fours, like uh, (laughs) et cetera and catapults. But like, I'm fine with it because the Ewoks have been around for a while and they don't get that way by not being savvy with a two by four, you know? <laughs> but yeah, this was too much time, way too much time spent with these fucking things. Joel, what is like your favorite Ewok adjacent type character? Like weird kind of side thing. Um, So this was also sort of my problem with the new movies is that I found they kept trying to add too many of them. Mm-hmm. But I would say um, I have two that I really do love. I do love a Porg. Um, okay, we the like porgs. the porgs. The porgs are fun and they are very cute and the exact right size. You know, like, <laughs> did you know that there were like these real, it was like um, penguins or ducks or something puffins. that was walking, puffins that I just mixed those two <laughs> 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 that were walking around and they were like, they had to CGI them out of the background. So they made up porgs just to do mm-hmm. that. I love that. I did not know that. Um, and then my other favorite, also from the second movie, the fish nuns. I love a fish nun. I What's, love a, What's fish a fish nun? nun? The fish nuns are from um, uh, um, the second one. I get them all confused. Rise of Skywalker or um, whatever. Oh, Last on, Jedi. The fish nuns that are on the planet that Luke is hiding out on. And they're all like sort of, they're all sort of like, Mah! you know, like they're like frustrated with Ray because she keeps making Oh, yes. I love them. They're fun. Yeah. The fish nuns are my, are, are my favorite new creations. But yeah, I guess I, but I didn't like in this last, I didn't like, like in the last one, I didn't like that they added a robot with PTSD. Like I just like didn't need, I, I didn't need Babu Frick. Like it just, I love Babu Frick. See now Babu Frick is Babu an example. Frick. Babu Frick is an example of a creature going too small for me. Um, oh, see, I liked how small he was. Um, <laughs> I thought he needed to be slightly bigger, but um, I just felt. I, I just felt like it was bait. And I was like, I'm not taking the Babu Frick bait. <laughs> I took the bait. I took the bait really Wait, hard. did you like Baby Yoda? Did you watch The Mandalorian? I did watch The Mandalorian and I did succumb to Baby Yoda. Um, I really did enjoy Baby Yoda. Again, perfect size. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish all the Yodas were that size. <laughs> that one is really perfect. So that one's cute. so cute. Some of my friends got like the actual puppets um, from that, like or remakes of the puppets that, arrived because they were also back ordered. They arrived like two weeks into quarantine and were so mm-hmm. jarring to like see. <laughs> it's like no one's, get that in a box no one's not talking about, about baby Yoda right now. <laughs> <laughs> like what a time for baby like imagine forgetting you bought a baby Yoda yeah. puppet and then it arrives two weeks into a traumatic global event. Like yeah. 
It's not the time. That is honestly so funny. So you order a baby Yoda, you go about your life, a global pandemic happens, you forget you ordered it, and then you're like, ding dong, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't believe I wasted money on this. <laughs> um, that said, we did get Ewok backpack. I mean, uh, Yoda, we backpacks got Yoda backpacks from uh, Jake and Amir, and we were really excited oh, about those. That is exciting. We've been talking about them for about 100 episodes. Where is yours? Where did you put yours, Lauren? It's hanging on a chair in my dining room right now. Mine is sitting on a shoebox in my room. And every morning I wake up and go, there's a small child who's going to kill me. And then I go, <laughs> that's just Yoda. And it scare, it like half scares me awake every fucking day. I have got to move it. You need to move it. It needs to be in a less unpredictable spot. So many creatures, so many interesting creatures, I feel... They could have like I would have loved like a canteen movie about. The yes. Can- See, like, that would be fun. Literally anything. And they choose to do this instead. <laughs> and that's why, like, I feel like we as Star Wars fans and I'm I'm not including you in this. Um, okay. We as Star Wars fans are the most put upon and and sort of disrespected fan base because we put all our stock in someone who does not respect us and is bad at his job. But this is why it's so confusing because you're fans, yet you all hate mm-hmm. these films. It is so that's true. Why I always get confused. I'm like, wait, well then what? Why are you a fan? Like, I mean, I, I, I love the original trilogy and I love the book series and I love a lot of the comic books and I love some of the video games, but. So just nothing else lives up to that. No. Yeah. I think like it really did like for me start as like, it's something you have to come to as a child. Like I really mm-hmm. do not think that if it, I watched Star Wars, I came to it like you guys are as an adult. I don't think I would love it nearly as much because I just don't think that it holds up. And I think like even rewatching some of the originals, which I will go to bat for a little bit harder than some of the other ones. You're like, Oh, this is for children. Yeah. But like, there are a kind of like, I'm sorry, but like, I love you. I know is such a great movie moment. I think like it is like, Oh, that part oh, was that when Hans mm-hmm. and Leia have a little mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a great, I think it's such a, an iconic movie moment and for a reason. And like, I think the I think breaking Han out of Jabba's palace, that whole cold open is one of the best cold opens in like action adventure movie history. Wait, which one? In Return of the Jedi, when they're when they're all escaping from the Sarlacc pit and Leia's in disguise as a bounty hunter. You know. <laughs> Nicole. I gotta say he's in Carbonite. Oh yeah, would, okay. Yeah, but yeah, truly, yeah, like yeah. after I see the movies and then talk about them, I they leave. They leave my. <laughs> That's how I feel geist. too. But then when we're quizzed, we we ace it. Yes. So there, it does come back out. I said carbonite, and you knew. I did you because it. that's like the big bronze playing card. Yes. Like, <laughs> where people are inside. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I found quite terrifying as a child. I did not enjoy. I mean, it. it is scary. And then they use it again in the Mandalorian. That's how he he scoops people. Oh. Right. Didn't get that far. What? You, I, you stopped sure. at you got to Amy Sedaris and you're like I've seen enough. <laughs> we have, well, I haven't gotten to the Amy, Amy Sedaris, Sedaris part. Is in it? Yes, we are going to watch that. We I think we are going to watch more of it. Right? I, I don't think know. I don't know. Who knows? It's all up to Daddy and Mommy Headgums. <laughs> 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 they say Mandalorian. You say how much? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh Joel, my God. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Yeah, so me and Matt Rogers are doing a really stupid um, recap (laughs) podcast of our own called 
Matt Joel and the next L Woods. And it is about a little watched um, reality competition <laughs> show called Legally Blonde, a musical call and the search for the next L Woods that happened in 2008. On MTV. On MTV. Yep. Yes. And um, we just, um, we're about to record our last episode it, um, and it's all on Patreon. It's Patreon slash Matt Joel L. And it's like $5 for the entire season. And all the money is going to the eviction defense uh, network here in LA, which is a nonprofit that's working to keep low income families in their homes during this time. That's That's fucking great. great. Yes. So it is dumb, but it is for a good cause. And I would love for you to listen to that. And you can also listen to Urgent Care, my other podcast with Mitra Jahari, which um, is not going to charity. It's going to charity. (laughs) You have to get an income. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, Nicole, what do you want to plug? Um, I have a book coming out on (gasps) June 2nd. It's called Hashtag Very Fat, Very Brave. What? Or tomorrow or something. Is it? Based on when this is. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So it's here. Wow. Um, It's a self-help guide. It is not a memoir as some people on Goodreads have reviewed it uh, poorly because there isn't enough words, but I never said there was going to be more words. Um, I have other podcasts. Why Won't You Date Me? Best Friends. uh, Drag Her. (laughs) 90 Day Bay. um, (laughs) And Nailed It on Netflix. Lauren, what would you like to promote? Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus. And I have a Patreon, uh, under Lauren Lapkus where I'm doing like watch alongs and improv podcasts and all sorts of fun stuff. There's videos, there's content, lots of content already there, like 40 hours or something up there now. Um, and I, uh, I'm also in the wrong Missy on Netflix, which you can watch on Netflix. Like I said, so that's that we did it. We did did it. it. Should we read a five star Wars review of this movie? (laughs) (laughs) of this podcast (laughs) I was like you guys found a five star review of the fucking Ewoks movies honestly we would have to have them on the podcast if anyone reviewed the Ewoks movie as five stars I would love to have an interview with someone who played an Ewok and know all about this experience of making this movie I want to know the backstory well Warwick Davis is still alive so I bet you could could try to get him yeah maybe he would do it probably not he'd probably be like I don't want to ever talk about this movie (laughs) Um, this review is called may the force fanfic you Mm, I read that wrong but it's by (laughs) Gers on Ice Mon Motha paces the floor of the briefing room at Echo Base. Her incredibly long neck can barely hold the weight of the space atrocities she has witnessed. A memory of Bail Organa whispering in her ear stirs something inside her. A shiver runs down her spine. Whether the memory of Organa and his queen Breha or from the frosty winds of Hoth, she cannot tell. A small cough alerts her to Princess Leia's silhouette in the doorway. Aunt Mothma, says Leia, are you thinking about my parents again? Yes, I miss their warmth beside me as we ate grapes in their bed on Alderaan, says Mon Matha, touching her extremely tall neck. Okay, says Leia. Well, I just wanted to tell you about this dope future podcast I've been listening to where two of the best comedians of the future, year 2020 CE, learn about our our wars for the first time. In a galaxy far, far away, they talk to huge nerds and it's extremely funny. But Mothma is not listening, only dreaming of her two lovers and how they had been exploded by the Death Star. (laughs) Wow. Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa. Yes. Love. I did see that. I love that. I love the, the, the trivia of who played Natalie Portman's body doubles in the prequels, which is so Isn't it like Kira Knightley? And Rose Byrne. Oh, I didn't. It's Rose crazy. Byrne too. It's Kira Knightley and Rose Byrne play her attendants. It's so. I funny. mean, it's so wild. We the all got to start somewhere. Truly, looks so much alike, but yet they were all allowed to have three separate careers. Yeah. Huh. 
Interesting. And yet here we all are stuck <laughs> in the same podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if we all looked alike, we'd be on different podcasts. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it was all worth it to have this fun time with you, Joel. Yes, yeah, Joel, thank fun. you so much. I was angry at you for assigning these movies, <laughs> but um, I've forgiven you now because this was such a fun time. So. I'm so sorry that this is the movie I had you I'm watch. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I'm to everyone. so sorry. I really oh commend God. anyone who's so devoted to this podcast specifically that they watch the movies <laughs> just to listen to the podcast. So do we. This, I mean, I have heard from some people who had never seen Star Wars who are going along with us to oh, wow. experience it, which I think is a fun way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then there's some people who aren't watching the movies, but they're just listening. So I love, real, I love them real for that. Yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, the craziest people are the ones who have not seen Star Wars, but listen to this or without watching the Star smartest, Wars. the smartest, because they yeah. know a little bit of information to talk to a man that's like super into it that they're trying to date or oh woman God. or whoever. That is so true, because you get like all the basic facts mm-hmm. and you can make fun of it in a great yes, way. Yes, you yeah. can steal jokes. Yeah, yeah this is, we're doing a service for people. Huge, huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks, Joel yes, and thank you. Uh, Nicole. That was fun. I'll yes. see you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.